When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's hot in the strip clubs? Your hosts, the 2016 and 2017 recipients of the Exotic Dancer Publications DJ of the Year Award, Danny Myers and Alan Fong. Welcome to Behind the Curtain, a What's Hot in the Strip Clubs podcast on the Pantheon Podcast Network. I'm Elon Fong, your host tonight, uh, this afternoon. Uh, Danny Myers is not with us. Uh, here's what we're doing. This is called Behind the Curtain. And what we wanted to do was introduce you, our listeners, who aren't in the strip club industry, to kind of what goes beyond behind the scenes at strip clubs. Uh, we're going to bring you DJs, managers, house moms, floor hosts, bartenders, whatever, Whoever and whatever interesting personalities and the unique personalities industry we can. So today, starting things off, my first ever show with the one and only Mr. Johnny Walker. Now, Johnny was an award-winning DJ. He was one of the first DJ of the year winners uh, and one of the prominent DJs in South Florida. He worked at Solid Gold and Pure Platinum, Fort Lauderdale, Monroe's, Rachel's, and many others. About three or four years ago, he moved up to management and started managing Christie's Cabaret in the flats in downtown Cleveland. So... It is my great pleasure to introduce to you all, Mr. Johnny Walker. Welcome, Johnny. What's up, Elon? How you doing, bud? Good, brother. Good to see you, man. It's been a while. It's good to be seen anywhere at this age. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> uh, I'm jealous. He has hair still, and I don't. It's really upsetting. I'm 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 bald now. A little bit of hair. <laughs> Mr. Eddie Van Halen of of the strip club industry. That's what I call yeah. you. Yes, I've heard that before. <laughs> he looks like Eddie Van Halen. People, go look him up, and make sure you go see him at Christie's in the Flats. Uh, in Cleveland, Ohio. All yeah, right, but Eddie, so, Eddie's dead. Eddie's dead. So Eddie, I no, he's that. not. You just Eddie just moved into the strip clubs. You get tired of playing guitar, uh, and don't lie. You're actually Eddie Van Halen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, Johnny, Johnny's got you know a ton of experience as a DJ and a manager. He's one of the best operators in the industry. I became aware of him. I don't know about eight, ten years ago through a mutual friend, John Harden. Um, uh, we love you, Johnny. And yeah. uh, have always, you know, heard great things about you and got to know you a little bit at Expo and a little bit here and there over the years. But let's start th some things off. So you're up in Christie's in Cleveland, and since you're a we're a DJ initially, let's let's start with something I want to explain to our listeners who aren't in the industry. Let's explain music format. Now, does your club actually have a music format, or do the girls pick their own music? No, there's a format. Uh, you know, you got you can't really hand that over to the entertainers because they'll drive your your music in the wrong direction more than likely mm -hmm. uh you, you know in a in the club industry you have a target demographic and there's an owner or managers cannot target that demographic leaving it up to a younger generation of entertainer you can't you can't hit that demographic in that way so right. therefore yeah we don't leave that up to the girls we do have a format yes okay and so what so what is your uh, sort of what realm of music do you, do you guys play in at your club you know, you're you're targeting an audience and you're trying to read the room, as the DJs say. You know, we read the room and see what's in the room that night, going by age group, uh, uh, not necessarily ethnic background, that type of thing. But age group is what we're looking for and getting music from those eras to entertain those people 
and getting them to stay longer in the club to spend money. You know, length of stay is probably the most important uh, demographic we can go with when we have customers in the club. We got to get them to stay in order to spend mm -hmm. money. So if we're providing them with music they don't like, they're not going to want to stay very long. So you so have to really target it. We're doing, you know, we're doing EDM. We're doing, you know, popular hip hop, radio airplay hip hop, that type of stuff. I mean, you mm -hmm. got to you got to play to the masses. You know, you have to play what 75% of people in the room know. Right. 75% of your people in the room don't know the song. You're playing the wrong song. Right now, we call that holding the room for the for listeners. Uh, DJ speak is called holding the room, um, right. and uh, music format is definitely important. The target demographic, at least the way I was told, was usually thirty year olds and up because they have the most expendable incomes. That's still pretty consistent, right? I would say yes, uh, even above thirty. I mean, once you get below thirty, they're I just don't even think they're strip club people. They're just there for something different. You know, they're just trying to get laid with their peers. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I'm, you know, that's their, it's their convoluted way of saying, I'm going to meet some hot chicks tonight and I'm going to go to the strip club and do it. Absolutely. Yeah. But it's going to cost you. And once they find that out, you know, they're like, Oh, well this sucks. It's, it's going to cost me. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Now, uh, how do you guys handle uh, tipping? So for our customers who uh, go to a strip club and are not in the industry and they want to request a song, do you guys even allow customers to request music? And how does that work? Or do you steer people away from that? I know we kind of steered people away from it at my club. We also steer people away from it, yes. As you know, as a DJ, man, it's like if a guy comes up, asks for a song, nine times out of ten, you were going to play it anyway. Right. <laughs> so, so you take the money and you say, yeah, I got that. No problem. But when it's a song that's something you're not going to play, something too slow, something uh, non-exciting or, you know, then you're just going to steer them away and say, yeah, I can't do that. Yeah, I was a firm believer. I loved it when uh, someone would tip me, you know, even two bucks for a song I was going to play anyways, I would take the tip and other DJs would be like, well, why would you take two bucks? Why wouldn't you take 20? I'm like, I was going to play it anyways. And who cares? Like, it's it's two bucks. It's it's not about the money necessarily. It's about the room, right? Right. Um, and then you'd get the hundred dollar request to play something that was not playable, and I would turn it down. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I've done the I've done the the opposite. I have played songs depending upon what time of the night it is, and sure. if if we're just getting started and slow, and some you know we're not really jamming yet up to our peak potential for that night. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if I could sneak in a song that makes the guy happy to mix and stay there a little longer, and he happened to be tipping me a hundred bucks. Yeah, if there's a place I could sneak it in, yeah, that's what good DJs do. Absolutely. I mean, you you know, you're you're out you're out to make money also. You know, you yeah. you're, you're just as much uh trying to make money as the girls are. So Absolutely. Nothing Absolutely. wrong with that. Nope. Hey, we're we're in it to make the money. We're in for the it's a business, right? That's how we earn, right. earn our living. So uh Johnny, what are some of the biggest myths or misconceptions about the industry that you would like to uh blow up for people? Myths or misconceptions. Let's see. The stripper does not want to go home with you. <laughs> How about that one to begin with? Ding, ding, okay. ding, ding, ding. Yes, these girls are actresses. They are selling a fantasy. They are making you want them because that's their job. Right. And in turn, by making you want them, they're getting your money because you're going to pay for that. So if you're not willing to do that, you're in the wrong place. These girls are sharks. They're professionals. And that's what they do. 
Amen. You're, just, you're walking into the lion's den when you go into a strip club. These girls are here trained to take your money. The staff is as well. Yep. But from the time the customer drives into the, into the valet, the parking lot attendant is already radioing us inside to let us know what kind of music you're listening to, letting us know how you're dressed, what kind of car you're driving. So we have an idea of who you are before you even make the door. So when you come in the door and we see what you're wearing, how you're dressed, how we perceive you, we can size you up to see if you're going to spend money or not. So true. Love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Uh, what about, uh, let's see, what, what are some uh, misconceptions about being a manager or being, and then we'll talk about being a DJ. Misconceptions about being a manager is it's, it's not cushy at all. <laughs> <laughs> Managers are basically firefighters. We put out the fires in the club Amen. throughout the night. Something goes wrong with a register or something goes wrong with a customer. Something's up with an entertainer. We're just putting out any fires that should occur. We're just there to observe, watch, and make sure everyone's having a good time and being safe. Number one rule is make sure your guests are safe, of course, and your staff and entertainers. And uh, you know, alcohol-wise, making sure people are being overserved, mm -hmm. uh, that type of thing. But basically, we're firefighters. We're just putting out problems and fires as they arise. I love what you said earlier. I, I I always heard that, you know, a strip club is like a mini Vegas everywhere you go. Everything is designed to funnel you to spend money and have a good time and stay as long as possible. And you've kind of exactly right. hit that on the head as you've gone along. More with Johnny Walker right after this. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once, new quick charge function, three customizable sound styles, plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hey folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica Report, and you're in the game. 
Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, Rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. What are some misconceptions about from your DJ days about what the DJ does or doesn't do? Misconceptions of being a DJ. Wow. Yes. Um, <laughs> you're pretty much on your own, you know. <laughs> You're an island, pretty much. You're the only guy in that room with your job. Yeah. So there is not, it's not a team effort. It's, uh, you'd like it to be. You'd like your floor host to it help helps. you out when you're calling girls to stage. You'd like that to happen. But let's remember, they're down there doing a hundred other things also. Right. In, in their defense, they're, they're not necessarily focused on helping you do your job. They're focused on doing their job. And let's remember, they are there to make money as well. So they're focused on making their money as well as making the club money, but their money obviously comes first. Right. It's like a dancer. Her money comes first. Your money is secondary. Okay. Not all entertainers will, will take as good care of you as they should, even if they make a thousand bucks in a night, they still may give you that minimum tip out, which is 10 to $15, depending upon where you work. Uh, they may still give you that minimum. And you may think that's unfair, which it kind of is. I mean, we all know the industry minimum has been around for a very, very long time. And DJs want raises too. You know, we like to make a little extra money as well. There's plenty of them that do that. You know, in, in my, sure. my time behind the booth there, what I always did was I would get eight to 10 girls that are my girls and yeah. take very good care of them and make sure they're happy. And you take care of those eight to 10 girls. I don't care if you've got 40 girls. Take care of eight to 10 of them. Those eight to 10 will tip you well over the minimum every single time. And that's Amen. how you make money as a DJ. You can't keep a list of girls that owe you. You can't, <laughs> you know, hammer them for money. That's not ever going to work in the history of DJs. That's never worked. Okay. So you guys that put those lists out there, you <laughs> might as well just give those up. Okay. <laughs> Uh, what was your favorite, uh, some of your favorite things about your job? Oh, well, you know, the girls, a lot of the girls are, are fun to hang around with and uh, fun to talk to. A lot of them are normal. A lot of them aren't so normal, but the, even the not so normal ones are funny too, because of their way of life, the, you know, the way they see the world. These girls have a totally different perspective on, on the world as, as, as far as that we do. It's totally sure. different. You know, we see the world one way, they see it another way. So it's like, if you can talk to these girls and see where they're coming from, sometimes you actually understand them a little bit better. <laughs> I agree. I, I worked really hard when I was a DJ to build a relationship and rapport with them. And like, right. Uh, as big brother, you, usually I was a lot older, obviously. They're usually right. between like 18 and 25 for the most part. Right. And but each girl has a different personality and yeah. you have to deal with them each differently. They're, no one of them is the same. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And I used to try and like, you know, bond with them and help them create a brand for their character. So their stage name is their character. So yo, right. that's one thing, guys, by the way. Yeah, sorry. You're probably not going to get the real name. That's their stage name. That's their performer name. Just deal with it. <laughs> Let's talk about that. Why? I, I don't even understand in this day and age anymore why girls come up with fake names. I mean, these guys aren't smart enough to actually, you know, care about what your real name is to 
you know, care if your name is uh, Twinkles or if your name is uh, Barbara, you know. Okay, what's the strangest name you've had? <laughs> uh, strangest name. D a stripper name, uh, entertainer name. Yeah, I'm thinking. Uh, I, think I don't know. I, the strangest name. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, there's so many of them. I've had what's one that was like Honey Dripper or something like that. I'm like, really? That's your name? Yeah. Because you know, my pussy Manta. drips like honey. <laughs> Black, Black Manta. Black or, Manta, really? Yeah. Wow. Or, uh, yeah. You know, is she a DC Comics fan or something? <laughs> yeah, apparently so. Uh, I always I always rolled my eyes at Nevaeh. Yeah. Oh, for all you who don't know, that's heaven spelled backwards. Oh. Yes, that's exactly right. And the, the entertainer will tell you that as much as possible. You know, it's Nevaeh spelled backwards. You know, <laughs> it's heaven spelled backwards. Excuse yeah, me. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it, they will not waste any opportunity to tell you that. No, no. that's it's why original. I picked it. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's very non-sexual. <laughs> uh, what's worst. something uh, uh, about the industry that might surprise people, or they don't know about that they should know? What should they know about the industry? Uh, food and strip clubs can be good sometimes. Yes. <laughs> Phenomenal. If you get the right strip club, they're cooking some good food in there, even though you might think, wow, I'm not eating in a strip club. Guess what? Some of the food is actually the bomb, man. Man, I had uh, I was at your old club, Solid Gold, uh, MJP's club, Michael J. Peters Club. Yeah. At 15, my first, in 2015, first time down there. And we ate yeah. at that amazing restaurant inside yeah. the club. It had its own little area. And I had the uh, lamb chops. Oh, my God, were they good. Right. It's actually, <laughs> yeah, that was called the Palms Grill. Yes. We had some of the best food in Lauderdale in that area. Oh and uh, people would come just to come to dinner there. I mean, not yeah. necessarily to hang out at the strip club, but sometimes people would just come in just for the food. Yeah, so amazing. So that's something you should know is that you can get some good food in, in a strip club. Uh, you know, that's, that's one of our ways of bringing people in. You know, we only have so many ways to do it. Sometimes it's not just the girls. You have to have several, several revenue streams to bring into a strip club you know, and it gets to, you to stay longer right that you exactly eat, you get full, like the then you day. have some good drinks some good bourbon with it or 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 after dinner drinks you know get the whole right. length of stay once again comes into play you know you can't you can't build uh your night uh, financially if you're not got people spending so they'd have to be there spending for a long period of time or a lengthy period of time and you want to keep them there as long as you can absolutely so. All right, Johnny, two, maybe three more questions for you. What has changed for the better and for the worse since you started in the industry? Mm. You want to start positive? You want to start negative? Let's start with, let's start with uh, the better, I guess. Uh, All right. Has anything gotten better in the industry? Hmm. I don't know. I think the knowledge that most managers and owners have now, after all the years of operating clubs, uh, they have gotten smarter on how to do it. Uh, uh, legally and financially, I think they've gotten smarter. I think a lot of club owners have realized they have to spend a little money to make money to update their clubs every five to five to eight years or whatever. Mm -hmm. Lots of times clubs would go and never update. You'd walk into a place 10 years earlier and then 10 years later, you walk in the same club. It looks exactly the same. Right. Nothing has changed. I mean, you have to keep up 
with the times as, as it were. And that's very important in today's market anywhere in the country is to keep your, keep your venue updated and looking fresh. Yeah. I mean, the old, the old school stuff just doesn't go anymore. An old school way of doing things doesn't work anymore either. Not that it doesn't work, but it's, it's got to be modified. Yes. It's, it's kind of uh, frowned upon anymore. Right. Like uh, when guys used to touch girls on stage back in the day, what they do, they broke their freaking hands and they yeah. threw them out the back door into a dumpster. Yep. That doesn't happen anymore. That's a, that's, there's a misconception you might not know about. We don't go. break people's hands anymore and throw them in dumpsters and open <laughs> their heads with the door. Yes. That all actually happened. Hit guys in the hand with a hammer. Yeah. I've seen all that happen. So yeah, yeah that's very true. That did happen years and years ago. Those things don't happen any longer. We have to be more uh, mainstream now than we used to be back in the day. Now, what what is uh, uh, something, something not as good that has changed? Something not as good as the change is that is the entertainer itself. I would rather uh, have, I would rather have you know ten old school entertainers that know how to talk to customers, sell a bottle, anchor a customer to a table. Uh, do get them in rooms, spending money, champagne, all that. I'd rather have 10 old school dancers than 50 of these younger 19 year old girls that think they know it all because they saw the movie Hustlers. Yeah, it's ridiculous, <laughs> right? It's absolutely right. ridiculous. These girls have no idea how to entertain, how to sell the fantasy, how to keep them coming back. They have no idea. I used yeah. to have entertainers that could have dinner with, with five different customers in one night. Yeah. She'd sell, they'd go to dinner. She'd have these customers lined up by time, like appointments. Yeah. These girls don't know how to do this any longer. No. They got, and then also we've got the only fans out there and all the digital media that the girls can yeah. work off of now. And the problem is, is that for strip club owners anyway, is that your entertainers are your biggest uh, competition sure because they can go so many different avenues to to sell what they do right at the same time you don't know what it is what they do on the right. outside of your club so that's one of the biggest problems right now digital media uh only fans uh cell phones they can give out their cell phone numbers so easily anymore right. they're seeing your customers on the outside and that customer has no reason to come back into your club and spend money. So nice you're basically that. spinning your wheels all the time, trying to keep the girls away from doing that, showing them reasons why they shouldn't do that and keep business in the club. Right. All right. Let's, let's end this on a positive note. What are some new and exciting things in the future or near future that you see coming or, or innovations coming that you've liked? Oh boy. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, you know what I do see? I see uh, I see AI coming into the picture. Yeah, uh, we've seen it all at CES and uh, Expo and all that. A lot of AI coming in. Uh, we've seen robotic strippers. We've wow. seen robotic bartenders. Yep. We've we already see the automation of computers in the server area. With and DJs Sky, with Sky Tabs and DJs exactly. Yeah. So. You know, what's that tell you? They're looking to come take your jobs. Absolutely. And also, uh, uh, well, that's not so positive, but we also <laughs> see the government getting involved in people's money because yeah. they know we're making cash money out there. 
and they're not getting a part of it. So we see that happening as well. Yeah, but I, shutting down the cash. But, but positively, I certainly see the AI coming into it. I see, um, I see cryptocurrency is coming to strip clubs as well, which I pitched okay. to my owner as well. And uh, I wanted to be one of the first to do that. And um, we'll see if that happens. But right now it has not. Uh, we have we have evolved from cigarette machines and strip clubs to now vape machines. Oh, really? So now we have we have. Yep. We actually we just got one last week. We That's now wild. have a vape machine and club that since vaping is now more popular than smoking. <laughs> uh that's happening as well so we're, we're seeing some things changing in the industry so that people don't have to sit in a smoke-filled strip club like like before uh especially people that don't smoke much i don't smoke any longer either i used to Good for you uh yeah well you know i had a stroke july 4th so <laughs> that'll change your ways i'm glad yeah, you're all right man, there, it made me see the light you know so now i, yeah. I just do a little vaping but you know <laughs> no uh no nicotine or or anything in, in that so uh that's uh, those are the good things I see coming. A few a few minor things, but I see, I see a long term uh, downfall of the strip club industry. Is what I see, in my opinion. Okay. Uh, you know, next ten years, twelve years. Yeah, well, human I don't know who knows what it's going to be. Yeah, human interaction on the, is on the downslide, anyways, all across society. I feel that's like. what I'm talking when I say yeah. AI. Right, exactly. It doesn't even have to be a real person anymore. It can just yeah. be a robot you know or... well we'll see where it goes my brother well hey man i want to thank <laughs> you for your time and your knowledge and sharing your experience with us uh it it's been great talking to you and uh we'll have to do this again sometime man yeah man i'd love to good talking to you alan and uh say hi to danny for me i haven't talked to him in a while but yeah all right my friend thank you very much dude have a good day y you too man all of the What's Hot in the Strip Clubs podcast, including the Panda Top 20, Bubbling Under, Off the Charts, Flashback Friday, Classic Rock Remixes, and Behind the Curtain can be found at whatshotitsc.com. Thanks for listening to What's Hot in the Strip Clubs with Danny Myers and Alon Fong, presented by Panda and Strip Joints Music. You can find us on all major podcast platforms. Thanks for listening. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.